1: Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. You're listening to Broncos for Breakfast with Nick Kendall and Scott Kennedy.
0: Broncos for Breakfast on Broadway coming to you here. Now, welcome in, guys. Um, It is 6.34 a.m. where I am at, probably 7.34 where a lot of you folks are at, but this is a... uh, obviously a podcast that is well beyond, uh, Broncos country, Broncos countries, and just the mountain time zone. It's everywhere. It's uh, what is it? 934 over there in Atlanta, Scott, how you doing over on the East coast? Yeah. And uh,
2: it's dark cause it's, it's stormy. So it's like mm. almost, it, it's it almost looks like nighttime outside. I can't really even see it my window. And I've been up since four 30 in the morning. So the sun's never come up. So my body clock is way off. It, you could tell me it was, you know, Hey, I, I'm guessing on mile high insiders. Oh, Okay, here we are. Great, glad to have it. Uh, where are you at on your coffee? That's the real question. You- I had it at seven thirty, so okay. I was like, you know what, I might go double cup this morning, but uh, this is actually water, so I'm faking it. So I okay, got my mug, okay. but I've already, I've already, I'm already twenty ounces into the coffee this morning to to kickstart my day. Uh, Natalie, my wife, likes to do the
0: uh, cold brew. In the summertime, she, she likes to think it's a little better for the palate. She's very seasonal type of person, you know, like cold drinks in the winter, hot drinks in the... Or She'd hate cold California. Drinks in, There's no yeah. seasons in LA. She'd hate it. No, she uh, she kind of misses sometimes the uh, the fall, the Midwest fall uh, compared mm-hmm. to what we have out here. But uh, it's like always fall here in the summer. It's great, um, in my opinion, how it feels. But uh, no, definitely. So I've been drinking about that half pot life, which is a uh, got me wired um, in the morning. I probably should cut back a little bit, but... I'm tired, so it helps a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, welcome in, guys, of course. Let's say hello to some folks in the chat. We got Ethan saying, uh, good afternoon, Jensen, Broncos country, talking about the uh, the different time zones here. Ethan, mm-hmm. out there in London. Hope everything is starting to cool down uh, out there. It's a uh, miserable time, it looks like. Um, but hope you're doing well. Uh, Dale, of course, Dale Fleming. Dale, I've, I feel like I haven't seen Dale on the night shows recently. Uh, Dale, good to see you in here in the morning. it uh, says, good afternoon, Ethan, and good morning, Nick Scott in Broncos country. Good morning to you, Dale. Hope you're doing well. Um, and Dale coming in, just kicking us off here with a little appetizer about our conversation today. Or some pre-coffee coffee, as I like to do sometimes. Um, I'm guessing the Denver Broncos players aren't being rated quite as high as they should be, but probably not just Broncos players. Uh, have you looked at any of the other ratings here, Scott? Or what do you think? I,
2: I haven't, but um, you know, I, I've told you there's a few universal truths in in sports fandom. The refs are out to get us. The media is out to get us. Our players are overranked and everybody's biased towards our rival. Underranked. But yes. Yeah. percent Everybody, yeah, our ours are ours are underranked. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's those are universal truths. So when I see that on here and I see guys, you know, start to talk about it, I, I kind of roll my eyes and let it gloss over. I'm like, you sound just like everyone else. The media, the, the announcers are biased. God, could they be any more biased against us? Universal truth for every single team. You're not special. Yeah, I will (laughs) say that probably not just our players that are that are thinking they're uh, they're not rated as high as they should be. I will say
0: uh, for the Madden ratings specifically, and this is just kind of a truth of who they are. Once a guy kind of makes it, even if their play has dropped off a lot, um, they will hold on to that ranking. So because the Broncos haven't arrived yet, a lot of their players are ranked pretty low. But um, just kind of a touch on it. Really good players still but they have Tyron Mathieu ranked significantly as the best safety in football. No, he, he's, and they don't even have Minka Fitzpatrick ranked in the top 10 of their safeties. And we just saw, we of you guys have probably seen it. ESPN released a top 10 list of position ranked on, uh, voted on by executives, uh, pers- uh, scouts, coaches, and players much better list than what Madden is putting out there for the rankings. And they just, they, they really tend they to love slow those slow
2: players. to move yes. guys down and they're slow to move them up. Yep. And then what like you said, once they're there, so you see some guys, especially that second year leap, you know, if you've yeah. got a guy who's like a 75 but played it an 85, well, he'll probably be in 83 the next year. Yeah. You know, and then there's guys that are coming off the they're they're that are coming that should be coming down that are declining rapidly. They're still ahead just because they haven't balanced them out just yet. Yeah. Those are the guys that I always
0: uh when I played Madden back in my days of more video game playing, you'd sign the oh, why is this a veteran? That's in his 11th year in the league rated as an 88 in free agency. It's because he's not an 88 anymore, but uh, Madden's (laughs) still giving him the props there. So one year contract. Yep. We're going to fill our roster with a bunch of these guys and fill some holes. So uh, let's keep saying hello to some folks in here. Jeremy, Sean, Jeremy want to once again, say thank you for uh, swinging by iTunes and uh, leaving us a five-star rating helps a lot. A lot of good uh, Broncos media outlets, Broncos podcast live streams out there. But, uh, You going down there and, uh, you know, leaving us a very nice um, review uh, helps a lot. So really wanted to give you a shout out for that. We appreciate that. Uh, EJ, good morning to you, EJ. He says, good morning, Nick and Scott and Broncos country. Good to see you, EJ. And uh, Dale getting into the music this morning. It's pre-Friday. We can talk a little music uh, saying he's going to be at the Poison, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Joan Jett concert today. Man, that sounds like a good time. Um, I saw Motley Crue live back in, oh, God, it would have been 2011, 2012. And I saw Metallica live around then as count. well.
2: No, it doesn't count. You didn't see Motley Crue. No, did I'm they... sorry. Okay, well, <laughs> that's, okay.
0: That's, <laughs> it was. No, a good time. I'm just
2: teasing. Uh, I actually, I, I saw Poison twice, and I saw Motley Crue twice when I was in high school. Uh, I saw the girl. I was late. I wish I'd been in on the the shot at the Devil tour, but I saw uh, Girls, Girls, Girls and mm-hmm. um, Doctor Feelgood. and then uh, Poison. As goofy as they were, and the epitome of the lipstick glam, glamor rock uh, hair bands, Ricky Rocket and C.C. DeVille, at the time, had the best drum solo and guitar solo, respectively, that I'd ever seen. Mm, um, awesome. Like, these guys are goofy, and they're a cliche. Those boys could play. <laughs> I was Man. like, oh, my God. Um, you know, then I saw Steve Vai with Whitesnake and I'm like, yeah, forget all that. So, uh, <laughs> he was a virtuoso cause I never got to see Van Halen who was my, you know, Eddie Van Halen is blew my mind, changed, changed yeah. my life. Eddie Van Halen changed my life and how I listen to music, but I never got to see Van Halen live, but I, I saw a couple of those live back in the nineties and it was a definitely a good time, Dale. So have fun. Yeah. Have a good time. I also said it
0: was for his birthday. His cousin got him tickets for his birthday. So happy birthday. Most fun hair band I ever saw. And this would have been well after their prime, but uh, twisted sister. Really good time at outside. Concert, I bet you Snyder put on a good show. It was really fun. <laughs> um, we also got Toyin Williams coming in here saying, uh, good morning, afternoon, Broncos country. Good to see you Toyin. Uh, we also got, of course, Luke Wright. Um, Luke, you were over on Twitch the other day. Good to have you back on YouTube um, saying, good morning, Nick and Scott. Great to see you. Jeremy Bales. Good morning to you, Jeremy. And of course, uh, Mark Schrader. Good to see you, Mark. Hope you're doing well. He says, good morning. I hopefully you're not a, uh, Puddle of goo at this point with how hot it's been in, in uh, the United States. I'm guessing you are going to be a uh, <laughs> struggling down there in uh, Texas. How has it been in Atlanta? Has it been okay? Before? Is that storm? Uh, it's been current?
2: cool now because it's, it's pouring down rain. So if you pull nice. up the radar, it's you might hear some of this. My windows rattling in the the storm over my head. It, it it'll match kind of the dark background of uh of I know that's the the, the a sunset going down over Mile High Stadium there, but uh, it. That's about what the sky looks like right now where I am. It's 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 making some noise. Nice.
0: Well, I do miss a good storm, but uh that's okay. And we got cleats 2K coming in talking about uh sports video games. It sounds like a soccer uh what are the Sega versions or whatever they were. Um saying Madden sucks anyway and then he says the best football game was 2K. I absolutely played so many hours of 2K. I think it was 5. The one whatever one that had uh, Terrell Owens on it was amazing and also they had the NFL Cribs. That you could have, yeah, I hear, I hear that as well. And I really enjoyed. It. I played <laughs> hours of the video game uh, paper football. How stupid, but
2: it got so, so much fun, man. Uh, no care in the well, world. Sometimes this, you know, the, the the kiss philosophy, Speaking of bands, yeah. uh, the keep it simple, stupid. You know, I mean, Angry Birds. Sometimes, you know, I, I see yeah. my my son's playing this game right now that looks like a a sixteen bit version of Super Mario, but it's fun. It doesn't yeah. have to be overly complicated. If you can't pick it up and play it, it's yeah you know, it needs to be, it needs to be easy. You know, the, the, the access needs to be pretty easy. The, the learning yeah. curve to get started. Now you level up and do all those kind of things anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. But games, yeah. yeah. I played, I don't know. I think my first Madden was 92 was mm-hmm. the 92 Madden. So it's been around a while. Yeah.
0: Yeah. God bless Madden um, for introducing the game, making it accessible to a whole new generation of players. And also, I mean, Really, I would say that the Madden generation, because of, you know, calling plays and designs and everything like that, really kind of just upped the level of what was known and understood for the uh, for the game. In my opinion, obviously, there's a lot of people who are Dunning Kruger out there because they played Madden think they understand everything. Maybe sometimes that's me, um, but
2: uh definitely a uh, really unique way how it's introduced the game. So fun to talk yep. about Madden today that said you've, you've heard me mention that 2003 auburn tigers team and how it changed how i watch college football i was like you know what i'm miserable when they win uh, you know i'm not happy when they win they were third in the country and took three games to score a touchdown with new play callers and and um, i'm not happy when they win i'm miserable when they lose. i need a new hobby so i didn't watch a single game of the 2004 defeated season but i was like at that time i would rather because you know they're they're starting with online playing Give me the top 5 guys that play NCA football. Their their best rankings. I'll draw a name out of a hat. I'd rather have him calling plays than what we've got right now when you've got Cadillac Williams, you got two first rounders, you got Ronnie Brown, Jason Campbell. The team was yeah. freaking loaded and it took them 3 games to score a touchdown. New offensive coordinator come in, they went 14 and 0 the next year. Yes. Thank you. It is. <laughs> Coaching matters. Also, it does.
0: Yeah, it really does. I also remember back in the day, you know, it's like 11 p.m. at night and they had like the Madden uh video game players streaming on ESPN2 not streaming but you know they had the tournaments and whatnot a lot of fun. Um EJ coming in saying winning earns you respect and the Broncos have not done much winning the last 6 years. That's another thing about the rankings here and uh, let's get into that a little bit. The Broncos overall team rating here not very good Scott. Uh the Broncos rated here 78 overall. Um not not ideal. Not what you want uh for your your team ratings. Hopefully the Broncos by the end of the year will be closer to an 83, 84. Uh, we'll see. But 78 puts this team. I would say probably the way Madden is ranking it about a
2: 500 squad, which is where we've seen a lot of predictions. Honestly, you know, when we're talking rosters, we've seen 14, we've seen 15 for overall rosters. Um, you know, I, I, I sent you a, an email with a link from Bill Barnwell today. He was going through um The weapons around the quarterback, ranking the skill players basically, Sand's quarterback, and he's got the Broncos at 14. But you know, he also goes in and says, "This is a show me team. This is a you know a Missouri team. This is we think. This is what we have heard. This is what we think can happen with the right quarterback coming in. And if it happens, all of these guys are going to get the upgrades they deserve. But they haven't necessarily proven it. Cortland Sutton had a big year, got hurt." So he hasn't been able to continue. You you say it all the time, progression isn't linear. You know, there's not a linear progression. There's been a dip in his in his progression. Uh, Jerry Judy has shown flashes, hasn't quite been there yet. So, um, you know that said, some of the defensive numbers look a little off too. But I expect the offensive numbers and Russell Wilson, including Russell Wilson, to have a big a big bounce back year. They're they're going to put up some numbers this year, and you know the corresponding media blather including madden will follow because yeah. as ej says winning in production haven't done it hasn't been there no they haven't and uh, just pulling it up real quick
0: uh, while scott was at it here um i can't find it okay well denver broncos uh, madden 23 roster 78 overall tried to pull it up for the uh chiefs and the Chargers and the Raiders. Maybe we'll get back to that as well. But let's keep saying hello to the chat here, coming in here. Um, Dale saying, uh, missed a couple nights, one because of power outage last night because I was just having a hard time and didn't feel like being sociable. Well, Dale, that that is okay. I'm sorry I teased you about it. You take as much time as you need. Um, and we got Donnie Wentz coming in here saying, I think Russell Wilson should be a 92 or 94, not an 89. So there we go, Scott. Our first uh, rating um, that we'll, – I guess it's easy to find online, but our first one that we'll talk about here, Russell Wilson coming in at 89 overall and uh, the second highest rated Bronco. Uh, Your thoughts on uh, that 89.
2: Well, again, I'd probably have to pull out the position rankings overall. Um, Seats best role by position. And if I look at quarterback, because it's got to be relative to me. Mm -hmm. uh, Quarterback QB quarterback. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers in 97, Tom Brady in 97, Mahomes is in 97, and then it drops to Dak Prescott at 91, Lamar Jackson, 90, Russell Wilson at 89. So Russell Wilson as the sixth highest quarterback in the NFL. Okay. I can live with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's very respectful considering, you know, you didn't have a huge season last year. I don't think that's disrespect at all. Um, is there a roughly 10% drop down from Mahomes and Brady and Rogers to Russell Wilson? Probably not. No. Um, but you know, I kind of say I kind of say it like this. You've you've heard me say before, Nick, I don't necessarily argue levels of elite. Russell Wilson should no longer be the reason why your quarterback is good enough that he's not the reason why you're not winning. No. Right? So you know, there's there's different levels. Josh Allen, you know, when he, t- Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, when they get hot, but Russell Wilson's capable of doing that as well. Yeah. So when you start going, okay, how are we going to win a Super Bowl? And you start trying to find the weakest link, the chinks in the armor. Quarterback's not it. You've got yeah. a championship level quarterback. So yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna t- typically argue a point here, a point there. You should be, you know, oh, he should have gotten three more points. Whatever. He, he's sixth. I think that's fair. I, yeah. I do. I think that's fair.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I we talked about it when we went through. Was it last week? I don't even remember. I was in this this room recording it, so it must have been last week. Uh, but talking about how Russell Wilson probably deservedly show, so not a tier one quarterback anymore, uh, not in the same air as Patrick. Oh, excuse me, Patrick Mahomes. Coughing if when I say it because it's sacrilegious. I'm sorry, guys. Just I guess it's just my opinion, but <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. I think those guys make up tier one uh, pretty easily, and after that, you have a hodgepodge of. I would say tier two, which is Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford, uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, um, and if he if Wilson can go from tier two to tier one, then you're talking about that 92 to 94. But I think 89 and, is fair.
2: And you know, looking at this, knowing that you've got Josh Allen tied with Ryan Tannehill and behind Kyler Murray, I'd have yeah. a bigger problem with that. H- that one, that one would. I'd have a bigger problem with that. You know what? I don't have a problem with. It's Gregory Vandalin coming in hot, yeah. coming in with fuchsia. a fuchsia, then a a July firecracker superstar gregory uh so appreciate all the support you have showed my friend um we've already got a silent one uh but i don't think greg's been totally silent i don't think gregory's been totally silent has has weighed in but you know anytime man uh you know hit hit the chat let us know what's on your mind because you certainly supported us and uh it just another way of, of us saying thank you so uh we appreciate you so much
0: absolutely helping uh, get some hiking gas for me this summer thank you so much greg um tashi i believe uh the name sorry if i mispronounced. it let us know if we're wrong he says good afternoon fellows so coming from somewhere across the pond uh not in the uh, usa so awesome i'd really love to see our international people that's one of the cool coolest things about this morning show is that we're more accessible for those people in uh different time zones not in the u.s so that's been one of my favorite parts Made uh made some friends on here with that so that's pretty great uh bama x coming in saying good morning broncos country good to see you Sunny day saying good morning, Broncos Country. Hope all is well. And as he says, guys, uh smash that like button on the way in. And uh, Jake Gerard talking classic video games. Don't get Scott started. He's gonna be talking to uh, his NHL uh video game
2: here pretty soon. 95, that he just- NHL EA Sports 95 hockey. I if, if there was and I'll be done with this, if there was online gaming, I could have gone pro in that one. That was I was yeah. good at that one. I don't talk That's about awesome. a lot of other stuff. Uh I was I was good at that game. Yeah, you might Too be under selling awesome. yourself. Yeah, I good. spent more time doing that obviously than school yeah (laughs) yep
0: uh jake uh gerard coming in nfl Blitz 60 on 64 and golden eye classics for 64 for me and i didn't pick it up until college but uh the original smash brothers um i was in a fraternity and there was kind of a i guess we'll call it hazing but uh the pledges had to like get everybody's signatures in the fraternity in uh every week and i made them have to beat me in super smash brothers nobody got my signature eventually i gave in because i was nice (laughs) but uh They wouldn't do it. They couldn't beat me. I was donkey Kong. Just easy tank too much. Uh, Michael Ronquillo coming in saying, good morning, Nick and Scott on Broncos for breakfast. Let's ride and go Broncos. Good to see you. And, uh, Dave giving us the good news here saying Facebook notifications working again for now. Let's hope it stays good. Um, we'll see. Um, we got Chris Jenkins in here saying morning family. Hope everyone is surviving the heat. Heats coming for me next week. So, uh, keep me in your thoughts on that one. It's going to get up to bordering on a hundred degrees here, which it's only been a hundred degrees in Seattle. I think three times in history. So, uh Good luck.
2: Um so we well, do now, have when I hit refresh, or... Michael Ranquillo just showed back up for me in uh, in Facebook. So um, appreciate uh, you know Michael coming in. And again, I keep an eye, I got dual screen, I keep the Facebook uh, yeah. stream live on the uh, the Mile High Huddle page. And Michael hasn't been showing up for me. I'm like, all right, is he mm-hmm. on one of the other three? You know, we've got three streams on Facebook going on this. So uh, good to see you in here, which I've always seen you in here when I'm looking at our our back end feed. I hadn't seen you on Facebook so good to see you in here Michael welcome and good morning yeah thank you so much Michael good to see you
0: um I'll say hello to Chris Jenkins okay so Scott I was able to find the other team rankings and uh they are the other teams are pretty closely scored together Broncos are significantly worse so Madden is selling all stocks on the Denver Broncos saying that they are going to be the obvious last place team in this division. So I'm going to play. This is everyone's favorite game. Scott, guess, guess the thing that you have no idea about, but uh, um, <laughs> we have the chiefs, the chargers and the Raiders um, being rated here. What do you think? So the Broncos are 78 and I already give you the information. That these, all, both of these three teams are
2: a tier above the Broncos. Right. Right, what are you thinking? So I would say chiefs are probably first, you know, in yep. an 85 ish. Perfect. Ding, ding, nail. Okay. It. And then, uh, I would probably go Chargers next at 83 and Perfect. then uh, Raiders at 80. 82 for the Raiders. Okay. Um, but you
0: nailed it with the uh, the Chiefs 85 and the Chargers 83, Raiders 82, and then the Broncos at the lowly 78. So Madden really uh, – That's an outlier. Yep, that yeah. is an outlier. So, um, again, maybe uh, everybody says that they're, they're people underrate their teams. It kind of looks like uh, f- compared to our what Vegas is saying about these teams – and uh, which I would trust Vegas uh, with where they think these teams are going to fall more than what Madden's overall ranking is. But uh, they are not a big fan of uh, what the Denver Broncos are overall. And we can kind of dig into that a little bit more with this roster. What is – because the 78 is a formula. So it's because of the overall player ratings that leads to that 78. But uh, Kevin Gray coming in saying, morning, fellows. Scott and Nick, six days to camp. And then we find out who's real and who's not. Love camp. Um, I love camp as well. The issue with me for camp is that a lot of the stuff is uh, unseen and not uh repeatably watched um that's one great thing about preseason it's a little bit of a bummer with the player the main player's not playing it as much Is that you know you'd have your tape where you could watch it over and over again especially for the uh the trench play um you really want to focus on those guys individually and it's really hard to do the first time you're watching the game but uh we're definitely going to get some buzz on it just always remember with camp it's a little bit of hearsay and a little bit of uh the Denver Broncos sometimes can kind of
2: lead some of those narratives. Well, and then who's real and who's not? Give me six weeks. You know, six weeks into the season. You know, the Broncos yeah. were three and zero last year, but still unproven. And and yeah. frankly, the the schedule's kind of soft to start this year, which is good. I don't think that's a good thing, but I don't think everybody's going to be just jumping on the Broncos bandwagon right away. Um, we'll wait, there'll be a little bit of wait and see, but you'll. You know, I like camp, but again, it's internal. A lot of times, the as Nick was saying, the coaches will feature who needs to be featured. You know, yeah. yeah, we just got a new quarterback and a new offensive coordinator. We want them to click, so we're gonna dial back the defense a little bit when they go back. We're not gonna blitz. We're not gonna do that. We're gonna we're gonna let them get their footing before we attack them all out on defense. Oh, the offense looked great. Yeah, it's it's simulated. Yeah. So uh, again, until you start getting people that are. um trying to stop you you're not really sure what you have yeah absolutely and uh, again
0: scott maybe we do maybe broncos country does have a uh, right to gripe here the broncos that are 77 78 atlanta is at a 77 Um, that tells you all
2: you need to know about what they think of the broncos wow i didn't i hadn't even looked at that uh ethan that's the broncos roster um let's see who starts who starts for the Bron for uh for the Broncos. Chris Lindstrom at guard, uh, Kyle Pitts at tight end, AJ Terrell at corner. Okay, Grady I'm Jarrett. Done. Grady Jarrett. And Grady Jarrett at one of the other uh defensive line spots opposite Draymond Jones. Maybe I'm you could say Troy Anderson as well. Um just because it's a question mark, but it's Jonas Griffith otherwise. Yeah, but not for this, you know, yeah, not, not for, for, yeah. for Madden yeah. rankings, and and Troy Anderson might not start for the Falcons. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's got to beat out Rashawn Evans. So um, what three, what did I say? Four, four yeah. players, four players start for the Falcons on Denver, on the Denver Broncos. I'm pretty familiar with both teams on this one. Yeah. And I might be biased, but it doesn't mean I'm wrong. Maybe um one more here. Uh Hennison at center might be better than Lloyd Cushenberry. He's okay, but that's not a definite. That's a, yeah. that's a, a toss up, you yeah. know, you know, so I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I always think kind of the boxing mentality, you know, yeah. when you're doing judging, you got to beat the champ. So if I've already got, if I'm moving him over, I might say, okay, I'll take Hennessy over. I'm, I'm not taking cushionberry over Hennessy for the Falcons, but I wouldn't do it the other way either. It's a, it's a wash.
0: Yep. And uh real quick, going to touch on Josh Mays here. I'm um, saying he's a nonprofit wants us to be a part of, you're going to need to talk to Chad Jensen uh for that. Maybe uh email us. um, Cause that's definitely something with, uh, over my pay grade to say yes or no. Um, but I mm-hmm. actually, I can't say for myself, no, because August 20th, I'm going to be 20 ish miles into the backcountry in, uh, the North Cascades, uh, climbing up to a glacier. So I will not be available, but, um, make sure that you are uh, reaching out to Chad Jensen on Twitter. Uh, I think that's the, probably the best place saying or, that, or, you,
2: you know, mile huddle at gmail.com. Yep. So, uh,
0: th- good for you, man. on the uh, the nonprofit uh, program there. Um, we appreciate it. And uh, Mark Schrader coming in saying 600 stars for each time I've seen uh, VH
2: Scott. So he got to see Van Halen twice. I'm a little jealous. And he can't, he's already come in twice. Tip of the cup to you, Nick and Scott. We won't get the respect until we start winning again. Go Broncos and let's write. Yeah, it's it's hard to talk about disrespect when you haven't made the playoffs in six, seven years in a while. I don't. It hasn't been that long for me covering the Broncos. So, you know, I, I think I've heard six, six seasons. Um, It's. You know, it's hard to it's hard to complain about we're being disrespected. It yeah. really is, and what we see is the potential for a meteoric rise. You know, I'd like to say, you know, get out ahead of the curve. Uh, you know, do a little bit more homework and find out. Hey, this Cortland Sutton guy, he's really good. You know, Jerry Judy, uh, he, he's pretty good. And now they've got the quarterback that's an eighty nine. They're going to get showcased a little more. You know, so I I like to think, get out a little bit ahead of the curve, but overall, you know, and, and, and the the flip side of that though, is, you know, what have the chargers done to, to be ranked, you know, significantly higher and and God, what have the Falcons done for God's sakes? And and I don't care if, um, let me see where, where, where we go. Oh, here it was. Ethan says they're still counting Calvin Ridley's 86. So keep that in mind. Yeah. But shame on them for that. (laughs) Jesus. What did he do last year? Yeah. You know, uh he played five games and quit. You know, is there a is there is there a competitive score on there? Um, you know, something like that, you know, and he's suspended. He's suspended yeah. for a year. What's he even doing on the roster?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And something else about the Raiders here, they have uh, Richie Incognito at an 89. That would drop them maybe a little bit. Richie Incognito just uh just retired. So uh not up to date yet on that. Um we got Colby C. Collier coming in here. Uh, saying the season will be here before we know it, and we'll forget all about this when we actually have an offense. Absolutely, but for now, it's fun to scream into the void. Yep, and thanks uh, ben- for the stars, Triple yeah. C. Oh, awesome. Thank um, you so much. Yep, Colby, appreciate the stars on that one. Benjamin Flores, all saying uh, good morning, Rise and Grind, and Go Broncos. Have a great day, and glad I made the morning show. We're glad you made it too. And Chris Hernandez always coming into the support as well, saying morning with the orange and blue heart. We appreciate you, Chris. Uh, so and the let's gold keep- stars too, Chris. So thank you, sir. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. We appreciate you. Uh, Moving along here, Bronco's number one rated player, but I think he was only the sixth highest rated player at his position, despite what the NFL thinks, uh, actual people in the NFL. Justin Simmons coming in at at a 91 overall. Um, Good ranking. I'd probably have him up at closer to a uh, 94, 95 personally, but uh, that's just me probably being biased, too close to the situation. And uh, Russell Wilson's 91 overall puts him at, uh, according to uh, Madden's top 100 here, the 50th best player in the entire league. So, uh, 91 overall, uh, Justin Simmons, I'm excited to see what he does this year. I think it's going to be a great season for Justin Simmons.
2: And they do break up free safety versus strong safety and have him as the number two behind Kevin Bayard, Kevin Bayard, who is incredible Byard. in his own right. Yeah. I love Kevin Bayard. Um, okay. amazing he's safety a, for the Titans. He's coiling away. Well, I, actually, Tennessee, sometimes I get the Texans and, and Tennessee Titans. confused because I still yeah. link those in my mind to the old Houston Oilers. Um, that sounds weird now considering you know 10 years how electric will be oilers what are the oilers (laughs) um not the petroleum's going anywhere but uh you know it's still it's just shifting it's definitely definitely shifting um okay yeah um number two uh number two safety not not too bad not too bad on that one I, i think of the safeties and not to steal your thunder on this one but the one that uh surprises me probably more is the eighth ranked player on the Denver Broncos is Kareem Jackson. Yep. You know, at, uh, you know, if you're playing a game tomorrow and, you know, forget necessarily positional value, but just football players, who's good and who's not. And I've got a game tomorrow and I'm just playing one game. So I'm not thinking about age on this one. I'm thinking about score. I'm thinking about talent. How long before you get to Kareem Jackson? 17, 17 picks.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Probably about that. And this is,
0: again, comes back to the Madden really loves the guys who are closest to qualifying for AARP. Um, If you've been in the league a while, (laughs) they are going to give you extra respect to the point where it probably uh, isn't reality of the situation. um, But uh, you have, I guess you have uh, skins on the wall, uh, so to speak. And uh, they're going to give you some, some credit for that.
2: Yeah, again, it's, as you say, it's hard for them to move down, um, and, and I don't know. They don't want to be disrespectful in that regard. It's like you know, we've paid for your likeness, we've been using your likeness for this long, or we don't want to. We don't want to take you from an eighty-eight to a seventy-eight in one season. That's that's too big a drop off. But and then also, don't they do uh, don't they do mid season upgrades and mid season changes and stuff too? I would say I haven't played Madden like that
0: for a while. Uh, but I think it's like every f- two or four games, they'd have like slight adjustments as well. And by the end of the season, I think these grades are typically a little bit more reflective, but these early ones typically not very good. And also guys, just, a. We're a little bit early on the rankings here because the cornerbacks have not been released yet. So this Bronx mm-hmm. these rosters, the overall grade is correct, um, but we do not see what the Darby and, of course, Patrick Sertan are going to rate, which will... Well, uh, and
2: someone came in with 85 for a Sertan, so they, they've they seen it. It may have been... Uh, he was a guess. Jeremy, was a guess. Oh, Jeremy, Ethan, uh, a guess. It's, Ethan it may sound like uh, that's what it was, and he was upset with it because it had the, you know, the smack of my head on that one. He was uh, talking was. about a second year player. Sertan. Smack your head, Scott. I didn't I didn't say 85 for Sertan, did I? You implied it, You're implied it when you did a second year. Um,
0: you know, had a good year at the end of the rookie season and then rated you know 75 instead of an 85 early in the
2: show. Oh, yeah, I was that was hypothetical. That wasn't I don't I don't know what Sertan's yeah. gonna be. I was just saying no. that um, you know, sometimes players in, in this case, I was looking at, at Javante Williams and I was looking at Jamar Chase. Uh, earlier you know that the the rookies don't get that huge accelerator that they probably deserve so if they were ranked lower and outplayed it it's gradual Kyle Pitts for an example I think Kyle Pitts is, is probably under based on his ability because they don't want to have that huge leap in their second year so I no I wasn't saying that Sertan's gonna be an 85 I, I don't know I don't know what he was last year um yeah if you know when you're looking at the roster 85 would put him the third highest rated player on here behind justin simmons and russell wilson that sounds about right so you know yeah. 83 to 87 somewhere in that neighborhood and i think uh That'd probably two, be a little high
0: yeah i think you're probably a little high there but jamar chase not being in the top 10 for wide receiver is pretty shocking for me them mm-hmm. being that low on josh allen too i mean the, you really have to have you almost have to get that it's, it's the uh, age thing. You're telling them they're ages. Yeah.
2: They, they really, yeah. they, they're, they're very, very biased towards the veteran players. And so, yep. so be it. It's their game. Yep. They're making billions on it. The one that year. I will say goes against <laughs> this is, uh, I think
0: Micah Parsons was an 88, um, overall rated very highly. Now, granted there might be a little bit of cowboy bias to that but Parsons was great last year. I think 88 is fine, but in comparison to like Jamar chase, not being super high, or I'm guessing Patrick hand might be rated like a 79 or something. There's no way uh, that that they're that far apart. And uh, we got Ethan coming in
2: saying uh, Pitts with an 87. So t- this is an 87. I, I I look at it more a little bit about you know from from a pure talent standpoint. Travis Kelsey 98, George Kittle 97, Mark Andrews 93, Darren Waller 91, T.J. Hawkinson 89, Kyle Pitts 87. Okay, if, if you're taking those guys, does Kyle Pitts last sixth? You Maybe know, for a pure, if it was talent, a one game, from a pure talent standpoint, no, Kyle no, Pitts is a different third. level than a couple of those guys.
0: Yeah, everyone knows T.J. Hawkinson's the best. Go Hawks! Um, Nick coming <laughs> in here saying, "Better late than never." Let's go! Uh, let's go training camp right around the corner. hashtag Let's ride. Um, yeah, absolutely, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're excited to get into that with you guys. Uh, keeping it going here. Um, next few Broncos players ranked uh, number three rated player on the Broncos, and it really uh, drops off ranking wise here. Number three rated player for the Chiefs is Chris Jones, 91 overall. Raiders number three player is Chandler Jones, 90 overall. Chargers is Keenan Allen, 91 overall. Broncos third rated player, Cortland Sutton at an 84 overall. Um, I would expect him to move up a good bit this season, um, but that just kind of shows why the Broncos rating is so much lower uh, than everyone else. Uh, Number four for the Broncos, um, this is one that I think is actually right on the nose here. Uh, Garrett Bowles is an 84. And then Melvin Gordon, fifth overall rated Broncos. Again, maybe a little bit biased towards the veterans. Um, here coming in at a uh, an eighty three. So there's your top five Broncos: Simmons, Wilson, Sutton, Bowles, and Gordon. All right, let's play the devil's advocate here. Who were your Pro Bowlers last year? Justin Simmons. No, nobody. Right? Well, it None. should have been Justin Simmons, but yeah, nobody. But there, were,
2: there weren't any. Okay. Yeah. So when you're talking about a good roster, there's not very many holes. But you know, according to peers in the NFL, there weren't any real superstars either. But, you know, the fact that it drops off after that and puts you at a 78 still surprises me some. And maybe that's part of their algorithm is the guys at the very top count more because they're more impactful than hameneggers that are ranked in the 75, 80 range. Yep. But, um, you know, there's, there, there weren't really any superstars last year. I think there should be more guys ranked in the 80s than 10 that are ranked the 80 or above. Uh, and Javante Williams comes in at 82 as the seventh highest uh, tied for seventh with tied for sixth with Jerry Judy, as, who is also an 82. Yeah. So Jerry Judy coming in at
0: six with 82. Um, I don't know what the the gen, general ratings average is. Um, that's a little different. So I think Judy takes uh, actually Javante. I don't understand how this works exactly. Um, but Jerry Judy, 82, six Javante Williams, is seven at 82. Cream Jackson, like we mentioned earlier, eighth um, with an 81. Uh, Randy Gregory coming in at ninth with an 81. And then Tim Patrick at 10. So everybody keeps saying Tim Patrick is so underrated. Why does nobody ever talk about Tim Patrick? Tim Patrick at an 80 here, I feel is like a, a pretty good rating for him. Um, maybe he'll be a little higher by the end of the year. But uh, to be that high, I think, is a uh, solid for him. So uh,
2: Tim Patrick coming in, rounding at the top 10. Of all of these guys that are ranked on here, I think the one that you hope is the most underranked based on what he does this season is number 11, Bradley Chubb at a 78. Yep. Yep. That's the one you want him. If, if you could take any of these guys and say they play 10 points higher than their ranking, Bradley Chubb. That's, that's the one I want. If I get an 81 consistent play from Randy Gregory, I'm pretty happy. If I get a 78 out of Bradley Chubb, I'm not happy at all. Uh, If I want him, I want him to play at a, at a level closer to pro bowl status, playing up in that 85, 88 type range. Uh, and earn that. Uh, he's certainly paid that way. You know, he's got a, he's on his fifth year option. Um, what, what's that make him eight figures, about $11 million this year off the top of my head? So he's, um, he's being paid that way. And all of those guys, when we want to start talking about being underranked, you're hoping Bradley Chubb is the most underranked of the bunch. Yep. 100%. Um, I will, uh, pivot that with, uh, I think you are right
0: that you hope Bradley Chubb is the most underranked, but I think the most underranked player on this Broncos uh, Madden rating here is everyone say it with me. My most uh, beloved player on the team, and it's not Josie Jewell, it's uh, it's Draymond Jones. Draymond Jones coming in at a 75, I think, is a travesty. I think I, I, I thought when I originally tried to guess what this was, I'm like, but Draymond Jones at an 80. That's maybe you're selling him a little bit for his. Uh, just how he's actually getting pressure from a position despite the linebacker play being poor, despite the edge rush play being poor, despite the uh, offense <clears throat> not getting leads, having him all the way down at a 75. I mean, I understand that interior defensive line play on a bad team is not something everybody's watching, uh, but <laughs> are they watching? You're not watching. Yeah. yeah.
2: You're not watching. I mean, that's that's average. That's like saying you got a war of zero, you know, uh, as, a, as a baseball player. We talk war wins above replacement. That's basically average, below average at seventy five. Uh, if we think that seventy eight is okay, a five hundred team, then seventy five is actually below average. He's anything but wait until you see what he gets paid on the open, you know, it gets paid next year and and we'll see what the, uh, you know, I, I said that about Matt Stafford. you know, Matt Stafford has been underrated, well, not by the people who are writing the checks for sure, because he's made a mint uh, in the NFL and he's been paid appropriately. He just got put on a better team. So as the team improves, again, this goes for all of them. As the team improves, some of these guys will start getting more respect as individuals. Yeah, you hope so, um, and that all happened. But and
0: the bandwidth a little spotty, Nick. Yeah, well, it keeps going in and out a little bit. Hopefully, it. Uh, yeah, I was
2: afraid. I wasn't sure if it was me with all the thunder and stuff going out. But you're. You, you, it's not too bad. Nope.
0: Uh, maybe you have to get a Wi-Fi extender. It's an old house, um, so I'm guessing that just the the materials that are made, it's making it harder for the. I'm sitting right underneath the router, um, but uh, <laughs> we did get a new modem that's coming in here pretty soon, so that maybe will help as well. Um, if you're right underneath the router, drill a hole and run a line.
2: <laughs> uh, it's a rental. I don't know how they would appreciate feel hey, about that, but a little spackle and some white paint is real easy to do. I've got a I, I drilled a hole in my wall, but you know I own it. But I yeah. I, I I drilled a hole in the closet and ran a 50-foot Cat 5 cable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Ethan coming in saying uh, they will know Draymond Jones by the end of the year. Hopefully. Uh, I think he's the most – I agree with you, Scott, just because of the positional value aspect mm-hmm. and the impact aspect. I mean, pe- I think right now people have almost a unrealistic expectation on the interior defensive line because Aaron Donald is literally playing at a level that – I mean, not to be – show my age or anything, but I can't think of an in- specific interior defensive lineman that has been as dominant as Aaron Donald
2: ever. Um, most of those guys kind of did a little more inside outside kind of stuff. Yeah. I think, you know, going back, you know, when Reggie white was inside, um, you know, and he played into, um, and I think Michael Strahan moved inside and outside. Like you're, like you're saying, I think Michael Strahan was mostly a defensive tackle. Um, before moving to end, I don't remember for sure, but I, he was so big. I just pictured it yeah. those guys as being inside for a lot of their careers. Um, you know, again, you're, 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 absolutely right. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's an offense wrecker. He's phenomenal. Yeah. He's a unicorn. Um, we guys- used, that word gets thrown around too much, but you know, when we start thinking back, okay, well, who's, who's been as good as him as a pure interior lineman for as long as he has been, it's not easy to come up with names. I think you maybe would have had an argument for J.J. Watt, but it's because of his injuries that
0: just cut it too short.
2: And he was always end.
0: Yeah,
2: you know the three JJ four though, was so. always
0: an end. Yeah, I kind of categorize him as a little bit more of an interior defensive line, just because the three four. But in like sub packages, he would be the the edge. Um, so you get a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, if there's any player in the NFL that is a unicorn, it's probably just. Um, just Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald. also, hello, duh, Nick, we talked about cornerbacks not being rated here. Um, defensive tackles are not rated also. So Draymond Jones, we, because he's a defensive end, Mad noise has issues. The, the players positions, uh, he is rated, but we don't have DJ Jones yet. So before we get on out of here, I want to hear what your thoughts are on, uh, three rankings of these players. We'll do our best guess here. Uh, the two starting cornerbacks and DJ Jones, where they end up being ranked. Uh, Will Ronald
2: team. Darby be ranked ahead of Pat Sertan? What was Darby ranked last year? That's a good uh, question. Any idea because it'll probably be pretty close. He may have gotten a one a, a plus or minus one. He's probably an eighty-three, eighty-four, or something along those lines. He was a 70. We're losing you, Nick. Eight. Yeah, I couldn't I, I couldn't hear what you were. I Couldn't hear you. you're, 78. you're kind of frozen up on us. We're losing you on here. Uh Nick types and he says, Ronald Darby was a seventy eight. Okay, well, Pat Sertan's gonna be higher than that for sure um so i would say ronald darby should stay about the same uh 78 i don't think he's gonna move uh sertan should move up again i'm gonna say 83 84 um is what is what he'll get because again he's getting a lot of preseason love but he didn't get a lot of accolades last year if you look for the layman who's not watching games i'm gonna look at the pro bowl no and and these guys aren't watching a ton of games. They're not watching every game. And I'm going to look at at PFF as a reference. And he's like like the 30th quarter cornerback in the NFL. And I'm going to say, okay, he doesn't need to be moved up too high. Um, and DJ coming in, uh, you know, as a big big ticket free agent from a, a team that ha- has had some success in San Francisco, I think he'll he'll probably end up being your highest ranked interior lineman. I, I agree with that, Jeremy, uh, who says 83. That sounds about right and uh dj jones last season um
0: was a ooh, not loading for me of course but um it was a little low so i guess my wi-fi is starting to kick me out here um <laughs> i am uh we have, wifi, we have a wi-fi extender but uh, maybe you need to get another one because it's upstairs right now because it would not connect to you our need a drill cells. and a and a 100 foot cat 7 cable that would probably help a lot as well <laughs> um but uh Well, guys, we appreciate you. We're going to get on out before my Wi-Fi really decides that uh, the show is over. So make sure you're following Scott on Twitter. Scott is at Scout Kennedy. I am at Nick Kendall MHH. Also, make sure you're following us at uh, BFB underscore pod. And, of course, at Mile High Huddle. If you haven't done so yet, join our Facebook community at Facebook.com forward slash Mile High Huddle and Facebook.com forward slash Mile High Huddle pod. Be like Jeremy Sean. Go to Apple iTunes. Scroll down and leave us a five-star rating and review. And, of course, as the ticker says below, um, subscribe, like, and share. And we got a big one um, coming in here from uh, Ethan uh, to close us out.
2: There we go. Uh, Ethan coming in 78. So that was the Ronald Darby, 78 pounds for about 178 pounds of, uh, of Ronald Darby. I don't think he's probably – he's probably about 185 or so. Uh, great show, gents, in Broncos country. Take care, everyone. Hashtag Broncos for breakfast. Hashtag MHH. The closer. So thank you to you, Gregory, Mark. Uh, GLP, Corey, all y'all, all y'all who came in and, and were supporting our show and, and contributed to the chat, we and, and liked and shared. We certainly appreciate you. Uh, as we head into the weekend, one more week down, that means we're one more week closer to uh, to, to, to putting the pads on.
0: Getting close, baby. Gotta love it. Well, guys, we are uh, gonna get on out of here. We appreciate you. Uh, I'll see you guys again Tuesday morning with Scott. Uh, make sure you're tuning in tonight for the huddle up show. And uh, you guys have a great one. Uh, Choose kindness and choose compassion. Stay cool. Go Broncos.
1: Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Good morning, Broncos country.